Hello everyone, Coach Joe here and welcome to the Magellan Network Podcast, where you'll learn the rules and tools for success in the financial services industry to become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search the Magellan Network Podcast with Coach Joe on SoundCloud or iTunes. With that said, let's get into it. Hi, this is Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. In this episode, why client relational insecurities and a scarcity mentality will wreck most advisors' careers. So what am I talking about here? Basically, I mean this. If you're an advisor and you basically allow your clients to run your schedule, uh, you take every time they call, you pick it up. Every time there's an email, you've got an answer within the next five or 10 minutes, right? Uh, you're so afraid that you'll get fired by a client that you operate in this fear scarcity mode. You can never scale your business. And let me explain why. I think you can go ahead and, and make a, a decent slash good living operating your business this way, but really what we're talking about here is operating your mind that way. Now, why do most advisors do that? Uh, I think in my work, what I have found is there there has to be a point where you pivot uh, somewhere in your career in the probably first three to five years where in your mind you say, okay, I know now how to do this business. I am viable. I will now be profitable, and what? where do I need to go? What do I need to evolve, evolve into? Unfortunately, for a lot of advisors, they never get to have that conversation with themselves, and they operate as if they were really, you know, three to four-year rookies almost, and it's always fear. Now, how do we get there? I think a lot of it has to do with your own mindset and the advisor's mindset. So this is not about being arrogant or cocky or anything like that, it really boils down to being confident. See, if, if you're not sure of the value you bring to the table, if you're not sure on building those deep relationships, you're always gonna sit there and wonder about that next client phone call or that next client email, like is today the day that I get fired? And if you think about it, all of us lose clients. Uh, myself as a coach, I have got some small turnover, turnover every year. Uh, Clients die, uh, their kids go into business, right? Or they just want change, they just want to change it up. They are chasing their own shiny object. Uh, it happens, right? So if your goal is to sit there and say to yourself, I never want to lose a client, it's a very bad goal. Uh, in our business plan that I do with my clients, uh, we talk about a 5% attrition rate uh, based on number of households. Uh, rarely do we see it. Uh, but we want to have that kind of in our psychology, in our thought process. So when it does happen, we're not like, oh my gosh, right? But now let's get back to allowing the clients to run our calendar. A little, a little random here today, which is, which is good, my way my brain works sometimes. If you're an advisor, and, and especially if some of you is one of your top clients, right? And I see this, old, and I, maybe I see it more in the wirehouses, well, maybe some of the, uh, I'll, I'll, I hate the word old, but some of the more experienced advisors who, you know, kind of grew up that way. And, and think about this. Uh, most advisors, uh, especially if you've been around for a bit, um, when you got into the business, what did you do? You were making the calls. You were making the knocks. You were making the emails, right? And one day you said to yourself, you know, there'll be a day in my career 
where I don't have to call anybody. Everybody's going to call me, right? And when, when that starts to happen, we get all excited. You know, we get to a point where, hey, this is really cool. Hey, look, people are needing me. I feel needed now. I feel valuable, right? The problem, though, is you can never get your arms around your business. And it doesn't mean you can't make a good living. But the psychology of a multi-million dollar, and look, I don't base everything on money, but in this case, let's just have this conversation. I look at my clients who have been around me for a while, um, who are very successful, and, and their approach to a client relationship is really one of partnership, all right? And so it's not this, well, that, you know, they've got multi-billion dollars and I'm just, and I'm just lucky to have them and I'm subservient to them. They don't have that idea. They have a partnership. And while we love to retain them, there will be boundaries, right? And for a lot of my clients, it's about how they treat, you know, how a client will treat your staff, how a client will treat your, treat you, um, how needy are they? How demanding are they? Um, do they understand, you know, what we do as advisors is important, but very rarely urgent. In my world, urgent would be the death of the client or a close family member. That would be all hands on deck. Let's make things happen, right? That's the way you've got to approach this. If you do not, what you end up doing is having maybe a daily game plan, maybe a to-do list. And as soon as you hit your office, the phone's ringing, the, e the emails, you know, the outlook is dinging, right? And, and you're sitting there and you just can't get your stuff done. And then the worst part is then all of a sudden somebody needs to come in. They want to come in, they want to meet with you and your staff goes, well, when can you make in? We can see you tomorrow, right? No rules. So here's some rules I want you to establish to get control back. Number one. I want you to create an email autoresponder that basically says something like this. Hey, thanks for emailing me or thanks for contacting me. Um, I check emails once or twice a day. I will reply to this in the next 24 to 36 hours. If it is urgent, call my office. Okay. So if it is urgent, call my office now a lot of people sit there and say although oh, isn't that bad client service because you know we're not handling it right there we'll handle it right there but they got a call right we want them to elevate it because what most advisors do is everything's everything's important right because we have this insecurity around relationships so that's the first thing right i want you to get control of your inbox and i want you to do those two things which is the autoresponder hey you do it for a vacation why not just do it all the time and then more importantly, close your Outlook or your email client. Only open it when you need to open it to either check emails, which should be done no more than two to three times a day, or to send an email, which again should be batched two to three times a day. If you're sitting there, and, and I, I have it in my coaching work, and it drives me nuts, where I'm sitting there talking to one, and look, I'm expensive. You retain me, I'm not cheap. And so I've got somebody spending some good old, you know, investing some good old dollars with me. And what am I hearing in the background? Ding, 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 ding. And I'm going, there's that outlook, right? And like, why? Why are we doing this? Because we're afraid we're going to miss something important. There's that fear and scarcity psychology showing up. So that's number one. Second thing I want you to do 
is when clients are due to for reviews, do not have do not yourself or instruct your your team to tell ask the client when when are you available. It needs to be here are his slots or here are her slots. Uh, first available would be next week. Hey, reviews are just that they're reviews. It's not like we're going to be, this is not 911 stuff. It's 911. Well, that's a whole different animal. 98% of what you deal with is non 911. So I want you to have review slots and I want every review to be no sooner than seven to 10 days from now. That way you have time to prep, you have time to review, you have time to be orderly, and you need to get your calendar organized with very specific slots of how many reviews a day, what days you want to do them, and what the flow is, all right? More is not better in a lot of cases. That's the second thing I want you to do, okay? The third thing I want you to do is eliminate other distractions. So again, shut your browsers down, get some block time, do some things to get control of your day. Your team that you're paying for, by the way, needs to be your gatekeeper. They need to take the calls. They need to filter the calls. They need to be trained. They need to be instructed, right? Um, if you're sitting there and you're paying your staff and yet you're dealing with stuff like you're the help desk, that's a problem, all right? Now, again, let's get back to the psychology around this. Fear, insecurity, scarcity. If you're driving your client relationships based on those three emotions, you will never have a good night's sleep. You will always feel like you're just one bad phone call away from losing a client. And how many times in your career, think about this, you've mentally said to yourself, you know, this person is not going to stay with me. They're going to fire me. You know, I don't feel good about the, about the relationship. You've got all these insecurities, yet the client stays. And it almost shocks you sometimes, right? Because the reality is you're viewing the relationship very different than they are. And we want to have those boundaries. So you need to set those boundaries. You know, and I know, again, some of you say, well, Joe, we don't respond. We're not responsive, right? That's not good client service. Well, define the word responsive to me. What are the rules around responsive? Because if, if I'm one of your clients and I'm coming in tomorrow for my review, maybe the only one I do a year, maybe or one of two I do. And instead of prepping for me, because I pay you a lot of money and fees, you're sitting there fighting fires with all the C and D clients, or you're off doing this, you're off, and so you're, you're patching together my review and my agenda, and your head's not in it because you're just all over the place. Tell me how that's good client service for me. Tell me how that makes me feel. Remember, what we do is important. It is very rarely urgent. We are not a trauma center, okay? And for a lot of you, you just need to make the decision to take control back of your business. So many advisors are literally running this thing like a, like a, a high paying job, but a job nevertheless thinking, oh, I had a, man, it was, it was a good day today. I had like, you know, 15 inbound calls and we had to go deal with this. And I took care of that person, I took care of this person. And it's like they're wearing it like a badge of honor. That is a business you cannot scale. The only way you scale that business is work harder and harder and harder, longer, 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 more days, less vacation, less, less renewal time. And that is not what we are after here, in my mind, as a profession, nor should you be as part of this industry. So 
here's a couple of things I want you to think about. If you have needy clients that literally need to talk to you like every day or every other day and stuff like that, and this is a strategy I use all the time, it would probably not be good to sit there and tell somebody, hey, for the last 10 years, I've talked to you every day for a half hour to 45 minutes, and believe me, that goes on a lot more than you think in this industry. Um, it becomes where you've got to take that call or you've got to initiate that call. You get on the phone, you say, hey, thanks for calling, or hey, I'm glad you're there. I got five minutes, let's cover a couple things very quickly. Or I've got eight minutes, let's cover a couple things very quickly because I got to jump to another call or a meeting or something like that. If you're too accessible, it does two things. Number one, it sends the wrong message to our clients that we must not be that successful because we always seem to be available to just chit chat with them, right? We're not taking care of business. And then number two, is we don't have any rules around the client communication, the client relationship, and it's just literally an absolute free-for-all that does not serve anybody well. Now, can you change this? Yes. And the reason why I know you can change it is that I've watched clients change it. So this is all on you. So, you know, the, the, the problem's in the mirror, and so is the solution, as we like to say. You need to do this. And the reason why I say that is you can never scale. It's this is, you know, scalability, uh, sustainability, right? S and S are critical. And you may think that you're working hard and therefore it validates you. And I've seen clients like that initially. It doesn't. It's just a lot of wasted energy, quite frankly. And then especially, and I haven't covered this and I'm going to cover it in the next minute and a half. If you're one of those advisors who likes the open door policy, right? So clients kind of wander in and they hang out like we're a bank. Like, hey, come on to the lobby and just chill out, right? I mean, years ago, I had people that literally used to have terminals in their reception thing and people used to hang out and watch ticker symbols. That's how long, that's how long ago I can remember that stuff, right? We're not in that business, all right? Uh, I would never think about walking into my attorney's, although I pay him a lot of money. I don't think about walking into my attorney's office um, unannounced. I wouldn't think about just, my CPA is four miles down the road from me. I would never just roll up on him unannounced and demand some of their time. Definitely my doctor, I wouldn't be able to get in to see. Well, maybe I would because I pay him a lot of money. Maybe I could. But the point is this. Treat yourself. You know, we talk about the industry, right? You know, our profession. Oh, you know, we got to be treated, you know, we want to be seen as a professional, just like lawyers and CPAs and doctors. And, you know, we have this, this identity crisis, right? Well, we want, we want to be on that same plane, seen that the same way. But yet we don't act like it. We act, we act as, as, as people who are so afraid of losing a client or so afraid of losing a deal that we basically will make ourselves totally accept, like sell, become salespeople. How incongruent is that? So I want you to just think about as you go through your day, today, tomorrow, whenever your next tax, tactical business day is, I want you to think about how much control do I really have over my schedule? And I look, some of you, I know, you're my clients, you can watch this and listen to this, you have tremendous control. And so guess what? Don't screw it up. Some of you have some control, need more, right? And then the third, third uh, area 
is I am just playing whack-a-mole every day and it's firefighting and I get nothing done and I'm highly frustrated. You have 100% control of your calendar. And when somebody says to me, well, Joe, you know, I got to make it. No, you don't. There's no rules. If you don't want to see people on Friday, don't see them. If you want to take a week off, do it, right? If you don't want to have meetings before 10 o'clock, don't. Your business, your rules. The only reason why you won't set rules like that, fear, scarcity, right? Let's not have those. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching today on this episode of the Magellan Network Show. So there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a 14-day free trial to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business. Please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's MagellanNetwork.net and claim your 14-day free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network Podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.